Welcome to Wisdom from the Mountain, a podcast about intuition, spirituality, and following your path. I'm your host, Tara Alexandria. I'm a psychic medium, intuitive guide, and healer. I'm here to support you to live from your intuition and find true healing and authentic growth. Thank you for being here and for your willingness to live your best life for yourself and for the world around you. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to Wisdom from the Mountain. Today's episode is all about boundaries. This is something that often feels elusive to many of us. I want to talk about this because it's a subject that I feel is so important to help to center you in your own power. I talk a lot about energy. I talk a lot about how to really live from your truth, from your own authenticity. But what I think is so important first is to realize where all of that comes from, or at least how you're able to settle into it. So without good boundaries, how can you be authentic? How can you know who you are and what you want if you are always finding yourself bleeding into what other people need, what other people feel? I want to talk about what boundaries are, what they do for us, and why it is that we have to look at them, because they're very important for our personal and spiritual growth in this life. For me, boundaries have been a primary tool in identifying more about myself, in stepping into my work, stepping into who I am, what I want, and where I'm going. Oftentimes when I work with others, I hear stories about how they feel something and we end up getting to the root of what it is they're feeling, why they're feeling it, and it often belongs to another person. It's often a feeling that is actually completely not a part of them, but of someone else. And other times they have feelings that stem from a deep lack of boundaries and of being too involved with another person and identifying with who the other person is instead of with themselves. If any of this sounds like you, hopefully we can get deep into it in this episode and you can really think about what your boundaries are, what they mean to you, and how you can really strengthen them because I've found that a ton of great consequences or results have come forward in my life simply through deepening this one act or action in all areas of my life. So first, what are boundaries? They're limitations that we give to other people, that we show them or that we set in some way so that they can really see what is okay on a physical, mental, and emotional level. It also helps us to know who we are when we have boundaries. It helps us to know that we're safe. It helps us to feel that we are okay in the way that we are moving through this world in ourselves, in who we are in this body of ours, and also just in this overall vehicle, because you're more than a body. You're a mind. You're a creative energy. You are something that feels and that thinks and that is able to process this world in your own way. But without boundaries, you can't always feel that or know that. 
Boundaries are really important because essentially they're about keeping our own power. They're about keeping the power or energy in any relationship balanced, in any interaction balanced. Each person shows respect for the other by adhering to the desired boundaries of another. And this in turn creates a sense of safety for us. This helps us to know that we're okay in the world. Boundaries create this deep sense within us that we can move through the world and be okay. So we have to look at our boundaries pretty hard sometimes. And the reason for this is because our boundaries change. There can be points in our life where we are very strong in our physical boundaries. Maybe we don't want touch. Maybe that is something that is very strong with us that only our closest loved ones can hug or touch us in any way. Sometimes we have to set boundaries for our coworkers. Sometimes we have to be sure that other people are really respecting our time and energy by really setting a clear emotional boundary with others. And this is often a really subtle boundary, something that we set without even speaking. And other times we have to speak it aloud. We have to say to another person, this is what's okay and this is what isn't. It's really important to examine your boundaries, especially if you find yourself helping other people a lot. If you find that everyone in your personal life needs your help, is always coming to you for help. If you're feeling small in a specific relationship or low in any way, energetically, emotionally, or if an interaction makes you feel small or low or unsafe. It's interesting because something as small as an interaction at the grocery store can teach us more about where our boundaries are. So for example, let's just say you are talking to the cashier at the grocery store and they say something to you that sort of triggers you into maybe giving them too much information or kind of responding in a way that is defensive or you just feel strange about it. You can take this moment and instead of feeling frustrated or irritated, you can really think about it and think to yourself, why that person's question or interaction with you triggered you into the behavior that came up. You can think about why your boundary is not there because that interaction was capable of pushing in beyond that point of, okay, I don't feel safe or I don't feel okay in some way. If you feel used or walked on a lot, this is another time when it's really important to look at your boundaries. Your boundaries can also be too strong. Your boundaries can also be non-existent. For some people, they have no awareness of the boundaries of other people. And when this happens, if you're the one doing it, you often don't know how to respect another person person's voice, opinion, what they want, what they say, and you can end up taking too much. You can end up walking into situations where you aren't wanted, voicing something when you aren't wanted, and you can end up really damaging or even losing the relationship through this really oblivious behavior. 
If your boundaries are too weak, you're often giving too much. You're often unaware of yourself and who you are, of what you want and your direction in life. So one of the first steps that you can take at this moment is to simply identify what boundaries mean to you, what they are for you. You might realize that your boundaries are really strong in your friendships, but that you have very weak boundaries in your romantic life. You might find that your boundaries are stronger with one gender over another. And you might look at this and begin to notice where the lack of power that you feel with that specific person or with that gender is coming from. And you might look at it from this broad lens, from this broad perspective of the overall culture that we exist in. So for example, many women often feel very powerless in the presence of men, and they often have very weak boundaries when it comes to men. They may not know when a man is there for friendship, for a real relationship, for sex, for whatever it might be, emotional support. And they may not know where to draw certain lines. This is very common across many cultures. And this is something I was really inspired by through a friend who spoke to me about how when she was in her early 20s, she just didn't realize that she never knew where she sort of started and the males in her life ended. And she wasn't sure where to draw these lines, what to do with her own energy, where to give, where to say no, where to really put herself sort of into a box with a label on it. So for example, she might say, okay, well, with this person, I am just their friend. In my own life, I've had to really expand the meaning of boundaries moment by moment as I learned them. I want to give you a very quick and small example of boundaries that I think everyone can relate to on some level or at some point in their life. And that is simply the level of people pleasing. So oftentimes we have really weak boundaries because we just want to make sure that other people are okay. We just want to really give them the security or understanding or emotional support that they need in a given moment. And we will often do anything for them. And we can even push ourselves to the point where we're giving so much that we feel exhausted, that we are totally drained. Even if all we're doing with that person is talking, or even if all we're doing with that person is meeting them at a certain time, when we go to a place where we're both going to be, we make sure to make time for that person. And you might ask yourself why that is, like why you feel so drained, so physically tired or emotionally spent after really just interacting with this person. And the reason for that is because the boundary has created energy to just be open and to leave you. 
It's essentially you being so far out of your power that you don't know what a strong yes or no feels like to you, whether or not you even want to talk to this person in that moment, because what you are functioning under is a sense of obligation. It's a sense of caretaking them. It's a sense of really being there for them, but being there for them because you want to make sure they're okay, right? So caretaking, it really comes back to caretaking. But often we're people pleasers because we have a sense that without taking care of that person or without giving them what they need, we don't really have a sense of identity of who we are. We don't necessarily know that saying no is something that is just as important for them to hear as it is for us to say. And I just want to take an example from my own life because that's how I always teach, right? Just lessons that I've learned. And the first thing I want to say is it's very hard to set boundaries. I say this not because I want you to feel that it's a burden or like you aren't going to be able to do it. I say it because I don't want you to think that you can simply pop them into place and then there they are and you're set for life. Boundaries are something that we work with, that we learn through, that we grow with throughout our life. And whether it's in our personal life, in a romantic relationship with people we work with or work for we are going to be evolving through them. And that's a learning process and learning isn't always easy. So I actually did not really know what boundaries were growing up. And part of that is simply because of the culture I was raised in. When I first found feminism in my early 20s and really read a lot of articles around how we raise little girls, I realized that a lot of the ways that I was taught to speak or to interact with men were ways of really deferring to what they wanted or needed over what I actually wanted or needed in that moment. And this can be as simple as, I think there's a really popular article out there where this woman wrote a story saying that she wouldn't teach her little girl to smile at strange men and that she had grown up with this sense of, well, you just have to smile, smile at the nice man, this strange person in the middle of the store, like just smile, like he's smiling at you. And she felt that this was really crushing her little girl intuition because often those men were creeps or just she didn't want to smile at them. And what was the reason that she needed to smile at them? Truly, it was just that culturally, she was brought up that that's what women did, that that's what girls did. They smiled, they were nice, and they were deferential. And when we defer our power to another, simply because we feel we have to, because we're raised that way, it essentially becomes a habit. And this habit then becomes something that deeply undermines us. So this isn't exactly people-pleasing, but it comes from that same place. Because when we are 
stuck in behaviors that we were raised with or the behavior itself that we're taught as a child is about people pleasing. It's about smiling at the man, right? The weird person kind of leering at the child in the grocery store and just saying like, oh, well, he's smiling. There's nothing actually wrong or going on here. You have to react in a way that's socially appropriate, which of course is smiling for little girls. And this article really resonated with me because it explained to me, it helped me to see, to understand why I'd had so many weak boundaries throughout my life. I had been raised to be sweet, to be nice, to take care of other people, to make sure that they weren't uncomfortable, even if I was, to really gloss over any discomfort in a room. And I realized by the time I was done with college, I still hadn't learned how to strongly say no to another person if I needed to. I didn't know how to have strong boundaries in my friendships, in my romantic life, and this created so many problems, I wouldn't even know where to start if I were to tell you about them on this podcast episode. So I won't, but what I want to say is that it was one little step at a time. It was witnessing another person have really strong boundaries in their relationships that helped me to build them in mine. It was learning about where I was weak that helped me to decide that I would become strong. That one little article that I just explained really helped me because it woke me up. It woke me up to this understanding that the way I was feeling all of the time, which was small and suffocated and frustrated, was from an overall idea of who I had to be that was not my own, that I had absorbed because I never developed strong boundaries in my life. I never came in with a sense of strength in who I was and what I thought and how I felt. Everything really came from this place of other people, considering other people's needs, wants, desires before my own, considering their comfortability in the world before my own. On Instagram, I recently shared a post that was an affirmation, and that affirmation is this, my good boundaries elevate my intuition and support my self-trust. I wrote this affirmation last week and posted it to my Instagram thinking that I would put this episode up back then, and it's taken me this long to really think about what it was I wanted to share and how I wanted to share it so that I could really explain why good boundaries elevate your intuition, why good boundaries support your sense of self-trust. And the primary takeaway that I want you to really walk away with today is the understanding that when you don't know how you feel, why you feel it, what you want, why you want it, there is probably a boundary problem somewhere. And it's important to simply state that, to know that, to put that out there so that the universe can bring you the why, so that the universe can bring you the explanation and help you to really understand where that's coming from. Once you have the realization or once you have a clue as to where your boundaries need to get stronger, 
you can really return back to a sense of yourself and your knowing will return. Your intuition will return. Your understanding of what it is you want and where you're going comes back almost right away. And this is where the self-trust comes in. Being able to take care of yourself on a level of boundaries and keep your intuition to keep your self-understanding. That's just building trust in yourself that you're there to take care of you, that other people's energy can't overtake you, can't overpower you, won't overpower you because you won't allow it because you will set these boundaries because you will exist within these boundaries that are chosen by you. Everyone's boundaries are different and your boundaries will change over time throughout your life. Right now, what is an important boundary to you might not be later on because of experiences you have, because of ways that you change. And that's okay. That's actually a good thing. I want to end this with a little story that taught me even more about boundaries than I ever thought I could know, than I ever thought I could understand within myself, within my personal life, and even with other people. And this story is actually about spirit. So, you know, I'm a medium, you know, I talk about mediumship a lot and what it's like to learn it. The reason for this is just because I learn so much when I go and study this. I can't help but bring up these lessons. And so I'm going to do my best to explain it in a way that's easy to understand. In 2018, I was at this course for mediumship and we were broken into small groups. This was a really intimate group. And so we all knew each other by the end of the course that week. And somewhere in the beginning of the course, I watched two women working together and I was working with another woman as well, but I was kind of distracted by this pair. And the reason I was distracted was because they had raised their hands and asked the teacher to come over. One of them was linking to spirit. This means that she was connecting with a grandmother, a mother, someone from spirit to talk to the other person, right? So the person receiving the message. And the person receiving the message had said, no, I don't want to hear from them. I had never witnessed anything like this. I had never seen anyone say, no, thank you. I don't want to hear from grandpa this or grandma that. And I listened and watched the woman who was linking to spirit, who was bringing the message through. So essentially being the medium at that moment, she asked our teacher, what do I do? I have her mother here and she doesn't want to hear from her, but she's like knocking at the door and I don't, I don't know what to do. And my teacher, who I've probably mentioned on here before, um, she's very funny, very straightforward, very to the point, very blunt. She said, you shut the door. She doesn't get to come in if she doesn't want her in the house. And I thought this was so powerful on so many levels because it showed me that not only do we deserve boundaries in the physical world, but we also deserve them in the spiritual world and we get to have them. So in this example, this woman did not want to hear from her mother. 
the reason as to why is not our business, but we can assume that there was a good reason because this woman was very strong with it. She was strong with it all week. And the mother in spirit kept trying to come in through all of us really while we were working um, that week. And the woman would always close the door. She would say, no, I don't want to hear from her. We would respect that boundary, of course, and tell the spirit, tell her mother, thank you for coming in. Um, I'm going to work with someone else. And we would close the door. It is totally up to you what boundaries in this life or in spirit that you want to set. It is your job to set them, to verbalize them, or to create them in some way for yourself. And it's so important to realize that you have the power to do this. I tell you this not because I'm an incredible person at boundaries. I tell you this because it's taken me a long time to develop a sense of boundaries within myself. And because I see it with clients all the time, I feel like boundaries have been teaching me through client work. I have been able to learn more about how to have them in my own life, how to see them with other people, how to really sense them and know where they're coming from when they're coming from another person and I'm not understanding why they might be setting that boundary with me. This has made me better in my life. It's made me move through the world with more ease, with more understanding, with more connection with other people. Because when we have safe boundaries, we can actually open up in a really authentic way, in a really pure way. And I guess when I say pure, I just mean clear. The energy isn't murky. It isn't dirty. It isn't dark. So when energy is any of those words, what I mean is it's kind of tainted with some emotion. There is something coloring the experience. There's something coloring um, what we feel or what another person feels. So for example, if you give too much, if you're in that space of people pleasing that I mentioned earlier, you might feel so drained, so bitter, so resentful. Or you might have spurts of anger that come out of nowhere and are misplaced. They may show up in your personal life, in your romantic life, and they may have nothing to do with it. Good boundaries not only elevate your intuition and support your self-trust, they elevate your relationships and they maximize the emotional quality of your relationships and your life. They keep you feeling safe. They keep you with this sense of being yourself, of being who you are, without looking to another to help define you and without getting lost in them in the process. So take some time to really look at your own energy and what's going on with it. Look at anywhere in your life where you feel off. Look at where your intuition isn't showing up and ask yourself if there's a boundary with another person or with yourself, with your time, with your energy that needs to be addressed, that needs to be rectified in some way or strengthened. I also want to just give you this extra little bit of homework, and that is being really kind to yourself about these boundaries. So don't 
kick yourself for not having them. Don't kick yourself for people pleasing. Don't kick yourself for maybe trespassing upon another person's boundaries. But instead, I want you to just thank yourself or spirit, whatever it is that you want to call it, for showing up and showing you the lesson, for showing you that this lesson exists, that it's something to learn, and for being open to it. Just being open to a lesson gives you the opportunity to learn it. And if you're not open to it, it's never going to show up. And you're just going to keep acting in the same patterns in this completely unconscious way. And your relationships and your relationship with yourself, where you're going, what you're doing, all of that is simply hurt by those behaviors, by those habits. So it's all just becoming conscious. But It's not your job to just become super conscious of everything immediately and just wake up. It's your job to do it in your own timing at the right time when the work shows up for you to address it. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope that this supported you, uplifted you, and really gave you something to think about or to shift in your life so that you can be that much stronger and feel that much safer and more secure. Keep listening to your inner wisdom and I'll see you soon. Mm -hmm.